Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing? <laughs> good. So I think last time we were talking about crypto. Do you, I think I remember how we left that, but I'd be curious if, I, if you remember how it was in your head. Well, it was like these two separate threads that uh, came together like chocolate and peanut butter. It was like, <laughs> well, you know, what does crypto have to do with, um, you know, um, the Albert Camus, you know, human crisis. And mm -hmm. one piece of it was if you if you are worried about taking away violence as a means of right. of organizing your culture, um, how great would it be to be able to in like in, do individual serving size security through crypto for property, oh, right? So that you wouldn't need an enforcement structure in place. Nobody could. It would be impossible to steal. So maybe the necessity of violence would really drop down a lot. Right. The usefulness. Right. So so. Yes. And I did actually do homework. Can you believe it? Because uh, I had heard, I had been listening to a couple of different podcasts. One was from a macroeconomist and the other one was from like a, a military guy who is at MIT studying the uh, defense applications of crypto, right? So those two completely disconnected things, uh, both centered around the idea of violence, which is probably what made me think of it when we were talking about violence last time. So here's, I'm going to try and try and, and walk through the argument. I know I don't have it 100% clear in my mind. It's it's weird. It's like, it feels like a legitimate argument, but if we talk about it, I'm looking forward to talking about it and being like, okay, where are the holes? Because I also feel like I'm missing stuff. But if we if we zoom way, way out, and you, you imagine looking into, you know, you think of evolution, the process of evolution, right? The strong survive, the weak die. It's, it's I, I'm not even going to start there. So like, let's let's just start here. So here's here's a, a first principle. Here's a, a premise. There are limited resources, right? We can agree to that. And animals fight over limited resources. So like, you know, you throw a steak to a bunch of wolves and the, they're going to fight over it. And third third one, humans are animals, right? So if you if we can agree to those three things, there are limited resources, animals fight over limited resources, and humans are animals, then at, at least for massive parts of our evolution, there's going to be a biological imperative to fight if all those things are true. Does it, are there any holes in that so far? Yeah. Okay. It's not a huge hole, but the, I think that there is, there are some clear things that separate humans from animals. There's a Venn diagram, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe it's not even a Venn diagram, but there are things that we share with animals and pick your percentage but there are some things that we simply do not share with with animals and you where you'll i think run into trouble is how much of that non-animal portion the the ab, ability to abstract um language all these these types of things should mitigate the um the quote-unquote animal portion but i think for the sake of this discussion i'm very happy to just be like oh yeah we if you put if you said to people there is literally going to be no more food here tomorrow. I mean, you just have COVID and then just watch the toilet paper fight start. So I'm, I'm with yeah. you. It's like Lord of the Flies right away. So yeah. could, could we evolve out of it at some point? I hope so. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, is it not part of, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of years of evolution? It definitely is. There's definitely, I, I don't know who would argue that the strong survive evolution, the Darwin, all of that. It's like, it seems pretty hard, tough to argue, but okay, if, if let's just posit that those are true, that humans are a kind of animal anyway, and maybe are not, and maybe could evolve away from that at some point, or maybe we're partially away from it. 
All right. So if you have, so now, now, okay, we've got those premises laid down and you zoom out to the macro level. And this is where I was getting hung up trying to explain it last time. But if you zoom out to the macro level, like the nation state level, and you, you have a concept of property, which I think every, every culture has a concept of property. Like I'm sure, I'm sure there are exceptions to that, but, but first world countries have this concept of property. What is the property backed by? So like how, so, you know, when we were little, if I'm sure you or Tim would be like, you know, this is only my toy to the extent that I can defend it from John. If he wants it, he's going to take it, right? <laughs> it's mine in principle. It was given to me, but he, you know, I was bigger, right? So it's like, theoretically, it boils down to an, an open protocol. And the open protocol is that if you've got, if you've got the power or the, the, or the, or the desire or the uh, appetite for violence, you can take whatever you want. So how does, how does, how does property exist then? How do, how do, how do I own a house? How come somebody doesn't just show up at my front door, open it and start watching TV in the basement? And, and just to, to pause briefly and not go off mm-hmm. in this tangent, but mm-hmm. like it, it is, it, it's a shame that this is, this is the unspoken premise that we all function from because you could say, well, what alternatives are there to this? But we don't even face up to the fact that it's violence that undergirds our property. We talk about it. It comes up like, acquisition of land all blah 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 don't need to go into it but like it can we be honest you know can we be honest about what is behind is is violence that is behind property yeah right right now maybe that could change in the future and i think that's what we're going to talk about i mean that's kind of what's the thing that i was bringing up last time that i couldn't articulate and probably still can't but i can do a better job this time for sure which is that that bitcoin specifically right now is and i'm not a crazy Bitcoin maxi, but Bitcoin, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but Bitcoin specifically to foreshadow where this might go is perhaps a way that short circuits the violence property thing, which is super cool. Could, could be super cool. Yeah, so, no. all right. So yeah, if, we, if you imagine, so let's go back to the example, some guy, uh, I, I come downstairs in the morning and there's a dude in the basement watching TV. What's he wearing? He is wearing Spanx. He's wearing Spanx because he's uncomfortable with his appearance. He hasn't been eating well. And uh, his wife's been writing him about it, frankly. Yeah, the clown nose is distracting and a little bit disarming, but I'm still nervous. Mm. Uh, all right, so okay. he's in your basement. Okay. He's taking. So, so, right. Why doesn't that happen all the time? It's not because my door, it's not because I live in a fortress. Why doesn't that happen? It's not because there aren't homeless guys around here. Why doesn't it happen? Because it's too expensive for them to do that. The threat of violence, force or violence against them for making that decision is too expensive. It's not worth it. Devil's advocate. Yep, there are ahead. some people who have bought the, uh, the, the moral component. There are some people that have been uh, either innately have a sense of good and uh, others that have come up through the culture and the culture mm-hmm. says you, you know, you shouldn't do these things, but, um, but yeah, I, t- I, I take it as your point. Like yep. there are for the people that would, uh, come in and take it. Like it is, a, there's a sense of consequence that would prevent it. Yeah. I don't want to go on a huge tangent here, but that I do want to bookmark that because there is a, it's expensive in a different way for someone who has other stuff to lose. So, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's definitely, I, I think that's definitely true and a good point. If you imagine, but, but also under underneath it all is still 
like the the net or so let's the gross resources that are available and distributed among 300 and I don't know how many people we are, but yeah. it's 370 million people or whatever. Yeah. Uh, some portion of it, its origin was a taking and sure. Right. And it's, re and it's retention is violence mm -hmm. and that's our foreign policy. And so like, even, I don't know if I'm, if I'm going off on a tangent that I shouldn't be going off on, but like if a person is, is why are they not going into your basement? It's because the violence has been done, uh, uh upstream or at a distance mm -hmm. so that there's a sense of order and distribution right. that they can equitably access their own property in their own ways. Yeah. But it's, it's all done like well away from the margins where the violence is happening. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the founding, uh, I don't want to say the foundation. It's like, it's like the, the last recourse when all of the civilization stuff fails is violence like that's the last recourse it's the last one it's the last it's the one at the end of the chain so when people can't agree at a higher level of the chain or the civilization or the culture when they can't agree at a higher level and sort of operate at a more rational intellectual level let's say or at a legal level where everyone at least agrees to uh, to comply with whatever the court decides like if because like you could be you, that could be uh, you know, you could go to court for like, you know, child support or something and then just disagree and, and use force to not comply. Right. But, but that's a little bit, it's a tangent, but the, no, the but I'm with you, but you're invested in the system as a whole, or you're trapped by the system as a whole. And you understand that like the math won't work out for you. Right. right? It's too like, expensive. Like I'm a part of this overall system. I mm -hmm. disagree with this court's decision, but I'm not right. ready to escape you know, this go entire, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm not right. I, I'm not, it's not worth it to me. It's, it's more convenient. There's another way to look at it. It's more convenient to stay inside the system and not go outside the system because I don't like this one thing. So, but, but I don't even want to talk about the U S specifically or the system or all that, because the, the bigger picture, the most important thing is, is at the super duper macro level where at the end of the day, if some dude decides he's going to move into the basement, eventually he's going to get a gun pointed in his face. I mean, I don't have a gun, but if I was the type of person who did, it would probably be my gun or it's going to be a cop's gun or, you know, and if at a, at a grander scale, it's going to be a military. If somebody takes over a state capital or, you know, militia takes over a state capital, then the, the military is going to not the, you know, what is it called? The reserves are probably going to come in or the national guard or the FBI, a bunch of dudes with, and, and dudettes with guns are going to come in and they're going to be like, we got more guns than you. I guess we're in charge. Like it, when, when all of the social niceties and the structure in the system, when those solutions haven't worked, it all boils down to violence. And, you know, usually guns are like an extremely effective application of force. So missiles, yeah, even guns. when it's just a boot on the throat, there's still a gun on the hip. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not talking about systemic issues. I'm not talking about any of that. It's, this is not, this is not a question about ethics or morals or anything. It's a, it's almost like physics of biology is that the strong survive the more force you can project into the situation the more stake you're going to get so you can say that's horrible or it's good or humans are going to evolve away from it but it there's plenty of evidence that we have not i mean there's like there's like a, two armies standing off right now in europe why because all of the rational adult conversation is not working and so it devolves and devolves and devolves and then the the, the last recourse is violence
So, and why? Because they want to own that property. All right. So let's, let's say we agree here because there's all sorts of rabbit holes you could go down in here, but let's say, let's say we're both in agreement on this crypto. What does crypto have to do with this? The thing that crypto has to do with this is you can't at a, at a, at a nation state level, you can't steal it. Power doesn't work against it. You can't, it'd be like saying, uh, it'd be like if you were going to shut the internet off, where would you drop the bombs? You'd have to annihilate the whole planet. Like you'd have to opt out of the, the earth to shut off the internet. Basically. One, one, the, I think the first off ramp from just riding with you on this (laughs) is it's inconceivable to me, which I think you're going to debunk this very quickly because I, I think that's the nature of what you're talking about. Uh, everything seems hackable. Like there right. is nothing that you can come up with that another person isn't going to be able to. It's just a constant arms race for uh, security in the digital you're, domain. You're right. You're totally right. And it's right. like we've all accepted the cost of all right. Well, I'm going to do my banking online, and mm-hmm. you know my number is going to come convenient. up at some point. I'm going to get hosed, and like, but like right. no, I don't think anybody believes at this point i don't believe that there's there's absolute security in you're in digital. 100 right but there's a there's a you've i feel like you're conflating two things getting hacked doesn't kill you no but it's still it but what i feel like we need to get to is it's one thing to make it harder to steal but when you've eliminated the ability to steal that has a profound impact on on the necessity of violence. Okay, but so if you still have the yeah. threat of theft, like you still are going to need to reckon with violence. So let's talk about it at the army level, though, right? That that's what I was. That's what because in the in the, our last conversation, we were thinking about it at the household level. If you think about it at the household level, then someone can just put a gun to your head and say, "Give me your give me your ATM card and the pin code." Or, you know, give me your keys for your crypto wallet or unlock your phone and transfer the, your Bitcoin to my Bitcoin, my Bitcoin account or my wallet or whatever. Um, but at and there's and, and it doing what I just said is actually very different than taking someone's cash out of an ATM because it's all public. So, you know what wallet the money went into. It's not private at all. Bit, crypto in general and Bitcoin especially, or not especially, but like all crypto, it's on a public blockchain. So you can see all the transactions. So the FBI- so, But you're going to, I'm nervous that you're going to, you're going to, I'm going to take you way off track because what's coming to me right now is if I stick to the nation level, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that the, the violence happens more at a, a land acquisition and realignment of, of politics. And- right. What I'm struggling with is I don't even understand econo- I don't understand m- m- economics at the national level. I don't understand our debt. I don't understand. Agreed. So like now I'm need, disconnected from the idea this, of, but I'm disconnected now from the idea of crypto doing anything at a national level because I feel like you can see what's happening in Ukraine. They're not talking about taking the money out of Ukraine. They're talking about walking into Ukraine and taking shit. Right. That this isn't right. This this isn't a solution. This isn't an end to war. It's not an end to violence. It's not an end to uh, armies. Is you know standing military. It's not an end to any of that. It's a new kind of property that can't be taken with violence. There's just it's like a new thing. It's like a new development. It's the first. Or is thing. it that can only be taken with violence? It can't. No, it can't be taken with violence. There's no way for it to be taken with violence. It would disappear. The divi- the violence that you would have to apply to the network to take the treasure like let's say let's say the united states has like a bunch of gold right in fort knox 
and somebody rolls over here with tanks and guns and whatever, and they just like blow the place up and take the gold. Like they've got more force than the U.S. military somehow, and they take the gold or wherever it is, they take it. They can take it, and they're gone, and it's theirs now. They, you can take it by force. There's no, there's no feasible way to take the treasure, the money, at a nation state level that would be economically feasible. You'd have to, if you could even do it, you'd have to spend more money than you were stealing. Make it like, um, I don't know if this is a good example, but make it, say, uh, intellectual property, like Coke's recipe, right? So Coke's is like, wow, we've had, you know, this uh, three ring binder in a vault Mm. all these years. Let's convert Mm. this into um, the blockchain. Like, how is that safer? I don't understand because you no, can either. This is, this is great because that that's not the same thing at all. And here's all right. why. Yeah, that is non-fungible. That is a piece of information that is not interchangeable with any other piece of information. A dollar or a Bitcoin, are, they're all interchangeable. Like if you don't, if I give you a dollar, you're not like, oh, I don't like that one. I want the other one. You know. Except what's this brown stuff on it? But that's okay. Yeah, I can still spend it. <laughs> I got it from the guy in the basement. So <laughs> <laughs> tried to pay me rent. So it's so that is an important distinction. And again, this is not this is not a panacea or like a a, a, a permanent complete solution to violence. It's the first kind of property that can't be taken with a gun at a nation state level. But what's the thing that you're converting? So there's a bunch of stuff today. There's a bunch of stuff in 1988. Mm -hmm. And now you're in 2022. What is getting at the nation state level? What's getting converted? Uh, Say that again. I didn't follow. What's getting converted? If Bitcoin or or crypto is is the technological solution for a thing, Mm -hmm. I'm presuming that there's something pre-crypto, pre-Bitcoin from like the eighties that it evolved that is now not going to be in its eighties form, but will be in a 2020s form. Now with Bitcoin, I can kind of get it. That's currency, but I don't know what that means at the nation state level when we're no longer on, you know, backed by gold. Mm. Now I'm just in the world of like imagination and trust and value. Right, right, right. And now I'm confused. Okay. So a couple things there, a pre, a good, the closest precursor to this, first of all, this can't exist except digitally. The solution has to be digital. So because anything physical, you can default to violence to take it. Something digital, what's really clever about this is it's it's not physical and miraculously people put value into it. This is a separate conversation I'd love to talk about. But the the pre the most clear digital precursor to something like Bitcoin is BitTorrent, which I don't know if you're familiar with BitTorrent, but the concept of yeah, uh, you know, for for the, the FBI, I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, we, we di- what? <laughs> disavow any knowledge of, yeah, what? What's BitTorrent? Yeah. So yeah. for folks like us who have never heard of BitTorrent before, it would it was a place where, it wasn't a place. It's a purely decentralized, it was an application that you ran on your computer. You and a bunch of other, you know, prepubescent boys ran on their computer and they would rip DVDs, I, you know, they would, they would convert a DVD into a digital file and they would just put it on their computer kind of like you would put a website on your computer and you're connected to the network and everybody's hosting something about mary on their computer and if somebody wanted to watch something about mary without paying for it they would go they would click on a link that was a decentralized peer-to-peer pathway 
to all the people that had a copy about something about Mary on their computer. So everybody who has something about Mary on their computer would publish this fact to the cloud, if you will. I don't want to get too technical, but but a thousand people have a copy of something about Mary on their computer, and they publish that fact to a central location that people could go. Think of it like a lobby at a hotel, and someone's yeah, like, "Hey, it, it's like we've all got something about Mary over here. If you want to watch it." It's like and if then, something about Mary was a gajillion piece puzzle and I was able to get individual puzzle pieces from a gajillion people Yes. to, to put it together. Right. It becomes impossible. It, I shouldn't say impossible. It becomes way too expensive to stop that. Way too expensive. So now it's exactly like BitTorrent, except it's money. So with BitTorrent, the things are non-fungible. If you want to watch something about Mary... The Blues Brothers isn't going to cut it. A Blues Brothers is a way better movie, so obviously you're an idiot if you'd rather watch something about Mary. But they're not the same thing. But if if you're if someone was like dollars, anybody want dollars? Right. You know, let's say you could transmit stolen dollars on BitTorrent. There's no economic reason to do this, but let's say you stole a bunch of money, but you don't want it, and you could just put it on BitTorrent, and people could download money. So. Yeah. Right. It's that like there'd be okay counterfeit. Right. It would be counterfeit money, just like the counterfeit movies. So if you could make counterfeit money and publish it on a BitTorrent like network, BitTorrent like network, you'd never be able to stop the counterfeiters. It would again, not that it's impossible. It's just not economically feasible. It's too expensive to stop them because it's it's the uh the it's asynchronous like it's it's not no no that's the wrong word. no i i just i just w- watched a, a documentary on the pirate bay and yeah exactly the, the i've never heard of that either of that, by the way what yeah i've never heard of that either the pur- by the way <laughs> the purpose of that site was to host the exchange of these tokens these keys that would lead to the all, all of the pieces of the puzzle all of the data pieces that were spread out across the planet and but to the pirate bait was like, here's a platform. Our job is to establish a platform. It's content independent and we'll exchange these tokens. So, and, and to let people know how they could exchange and, and, and amalgamate a, a thing of value from, you know, anywhere from zero to, well, for anywhere from one to an infinite number of people that had a piece of that puzzle. Yeah. And then that got, those servers got shut down Right. Those people got arrested. Yes. And the the code underneath it just kept moving. And exactly. somebody else would host it and mm-hmm. it the co- it was the concept that just keeps it's a concept. keeps floating around. Right. It's not centralized. The 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 people who have something about Mary on their computer are the real The Pirate Bay was a yellow pages. Pirate Bay is just like it, it's Google. It was Google for stolen movies. Yeah, it's the pro- The problem is the person that is electing to 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 share their piece of a co- copyrighted material. So I get that. So when you come back to the um, to the nation state level, though, what I'm mm. struggling with, and what I, if we can talk about this again, like one of the things that would be helpful to start to understand is I don't know enough about. So very specifically, if we're talking about Bitcoin as a solution, mm-hmm. I do not know how the federal government would engage in in Bitcoin. So like the treasury, like would the treasury convert? Like I, what yeah, is the you're, thing you're that would to think change of a there? Application, yeah. Well, right. even I'm trying to understand, like even at a, at a at an abstract level, like I get what you're saying that 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 Bitcoin somehow, like if if. But again, I keep coming back to me, like a, a household yeah. view of it. 
right. because there's a thing like I have a hundred dollars in Bitcoin. You could steal it if I'm thinking of three scenarios. One, you put a gun to my head and I put in the stuff yeah. and I transfer the Bitcoin to you. Totally. It's been stolen. Right. The second is you somehow have hacked the the this process. Yeah. And you've drained my account through by tricking the platform to think that I've sanctioned the transfer of those funds, mm -hmm. which I think remains a challenge with all of this. So here's the thing. It would be if it was a platform, but it's not. It's a protocol. And the difference between that is that it's like you could trick Bob into, I don't know, deleting his copy of something about Mary, but that doesn't take something about Mary off the network. Yeah. You'd have to trick everyone. There is no, there's no platform. Facebook's a platform. There's a central and nobody location. is nobody's gonna do that because everybody wants to share francs and beans, francs and beans. <laughs> so, like that's a must. It's a must. How <laughs> dare like, they? Look and the by prime the way, directive. You know, by the way, I'm not interested. In, you know, I, I'm not for stealing stuff, right? But I'm just using Bitcoin as, and I do think that's stealing. But I'm not using Bit. I'm not using BitTorrent as like. No, it's the, yeah, it's the I, example of the decentralized, it's, the it's decentralized an idea. decentralized nature of, so, yeah. so to get back to your question about, well, how would the United States do that? The United States wouldn't do it. They probably won't do it. The point is that a group of people on a global scale could have treasure that can't be taken. So, so more, more, we need to dive back into this because one, it can be taken when you put a gun to my head and I give you right, the information it, that allows you mass. to take it. It can't be done on mass. There's no, there's no, you're right. But on, there can be crime. Oh, you can get yeah, mugged. Yeah, I see. You can get mugged. Right. But but no government is going to roll in and be like the Bitcoin's all ours now. There's nowhere to drop right. the bomb. So so. So then you have to start thinking about where the actual currency is right now. Where is it? It's on the, all of those computers that are hosting something about Mary. Right. In, well, and it's, it's every well, it's, single. It's in different things. It's it's in it's it's in much less elegant databases housed by financial institutions that understand where the state of Rhode Island oh, parks dollars. its investments. Dollar. You're talking about dollars. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, where where any jackwad could just change, go into the database and change a number. You know, it's like, it's not secure at all. So, but there are penalties for dorking around with it the same way there are penalties for if a mailman opens, a, a, a postal worker opens your mail, but it's actually very easy to do if they wanted to. It's not like hard. There's just a penalty for doing it backed by violence. So dude, I do not want you to be subjected to violence. And I know that you can't be converted into crypto and yet <laughs> it's six o'clock. Yeah. I do have to run, but this has been helpful because, because you're, um, because I know too much about crypto to, to see the obvious questions. Like you, you have, you have learned a bunch and you have an intuition about it and it needs your, I think through, through talking about it, we can get to like what you were saying at the top, like you want to be able to get to a point where you can converse with people that know nothing about it, like me, yeah. and be able to land some of these concepts. And my, and just to be clear, my interest in it is not is it some kind of investment instrument or to overthrow the government or none of that. Just as a as a technologist, it's fascinating. It definitely it, is a brand new kind of thing that hasn't existed before. Although we saw we saw some open source and peer-to-peer -peer protocols and you see some stuff that kind of looks like this but the fact that they were able that bitcoin created in crypto more broadly after bitcoin but but bitcoin was the one that was like oh we could do this we could do this crazy thing with money if you want to like merkle trees have been around forever that you know the technical yeah, stuff nuts. 
is not brand new wait. that hashing is not brand new but finding a way to be like oh wait a second we could have we could create a let's put it like this okay instead of talking about the nation state level and you thank you for I, I do have to run thank you for bringing that up but reminding me but it's like an economy that can't be taken by force it, it very much parallels what you said last time like the government is not going to decide to do this. You need a grassroots uprising of people that are part of no-kill clubs, and they are willing yes. to sacrifice their jobs or whatever, or their freedom uh, to be part of the no-kill club. The, I think what we need to explore is, say you had a grassroots campaign where mm -hmm. everybody adopted Bitcoin and crypto, what does that do? How, like, I can see where the no-kill club accrues to value at the nation level. Like that, I can, I can at least follow a thread. What I'm struggling with is... Like how what problem does crypto solve? Well, there's, I mean, there's two four frames for this. One is the one you said where this is interesting and it, it's new and there's an intuitive value to it. The second one is last week we were like no kill clubs, but how do you mitigate violence? And we said, if you can secure property from violence, if, if that were possible, which now I'm very much doubting, like, yeah, I, I don't think that's probably, like, I think that was a, that was a, like that. That's super end. cool. Now, and like you said, like you, maybe you can't do it at the household level, but it'd be interesting if we knew enough about how, you know, national or let's go federal economics work that you could, that we could begin to understand how, if somebody wanted to walk in and they were like, we're now your overlords. And we could say, that's really great, but you really don't have the keys to the castle. We do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I think we started to go down a path where I was like, wait a second, there is violence always comes into play at some level until uh, until you want to get really sci-fi and uh your consciousness is you know you can't be stabbed like if your consciousness is spread around like something about mary is on on BitTorrent servers then yeah you're immortal i mean there'd be just no feasible way for that to be deactivated so without deactivating the entire thing which would be too expensive for every everyone in the network so you'd be you'd effectively be immortal um, I'd be willing to accept mortality if, if, if immortality were on offer, but it were offered to me and influencers, I, I would, I would gladly not take it as long as their consciousness would also end. That there's a great, awesome. yes, I, I believe me. I know what you're saying. And there's a great black mirror oh episode God. about this. I like better God. than the, better than the, better than the, uh, pig coitus episode. That was one of my least favorite. And it was that the was very first one that was a couple of them are just too dark for me. But but San Junipero, San Junipero actually kicked me off. I've never watched another one after that one because it messed me up so bad. But it's it talks about this. So uh, anyway, yeah, I do have to run. Unfortunately, Listen, uh, that's okay. This has been helpful. This was good. And also, don't forget, um, Raised by Wolves. Yes, I wrote it down. Love Ridley Scott. So can't go all right, on. dude, do not get. Um, violence on you tonight. <laughs> I'm going to try not to get any violence on me. <laughs> Ow, what's that? Oh, that's uh, not violence. That's you got violence so on me. All right, man. Good chat. Talk to you later. All right, later.